This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 142 of Horse Tip Daily, a different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. This tip is sponsored by Equestrian Collections for the whole universe of equestrian shopping at your fingertips at a price you can afford. Enjoy today's tip. I am Glenn Geek from Lexington, Kentucky, and welcome back to Horse Tip Daily. Well, I thought with Valentine's Day coming up this Sunday that it would be a great time to bring Dr. Jen back. She's sort of our love doctor here at the Horse Radio Network. Dr. Jen focuses on the rider and the mental health of the rider and the horse. She's also trained with several Olympic uh, event riders throughout her career. She's now the owner of the Happily Ever After Ranch, and she works with many people around the country. So we thought with Valentine's Day, who would be better to have than Dr. Jen back with us? And actually, Dr. Jen joined us on the Stable Scoop radio show. You can go to stablescoop.com, episode number 78, our annual Valentine episode, which you've never heard that before. It is one of our most fun episodes. You want to stop over there and take a listen to that, where Helena B. and I just have a good time chatting about Valentine's day and uh, just have a lot of laughs and hoots and giggles so stop over there to stablescoop.com and take a listen to episode number 78 you'll also hear dr jen on there and we asked the age-old question is it better to marry a horse guy or not a horse guy so well we don't answer it well we we sort of answer it but uh, we give you our version of that uh, of that answer at stable scoop this week Well, we're going to be back with Dr. Jen in just a minute, right after we speak about equestrian collections. You know, for anything you need in the horse world, no matter what you're going to buy, stop out at equestriancollections.com first, and you're going to find it. You don't have to have any worries about whether they have it. They have everything. Uh, They have a ton of new stuff also. Wrangler, all the Wrangler products are brand new, and they're getting in all of the spring merchandise now. So you want to check it out for all of your uh, light spring jacket, your showing gear, anything you're going to need for the spring when the snow finally thaws out and you can actually see your farm again, you'll want to hop on over to equestriancollections.com. And just for our listeners, you can use the coupon code Horse Radio, all one word, Horse Radio, at checkout, and you'll get ten dollars off your next order of hundred and twenty dollars or more. So stop on over to EquestrianCollections.com. Well, let's get Dr. Jen on here to chat a little bit. But uh, I also want to wish all of our listeners a happy Valentine's Day this Sunday. I hope you have a very happy, heart-filled day, and uh, don't forget to give your horse a little hug too. All right, here's Dr. Jen. Well, hi, Dr. Jen, and welcome back to Horse Step Daily. It's always fun to have you on, and you always make me think, and then you make me do these hard things, too. Oh, I know. I you like make me fun. work harder than most of the experts. <laughs> Here I am just sitting on my ball, you know, talking away, and you make me have to think and get emotional. And I know. It's a shame, isn't it? Well, <laughs> that's how real change happens, Glenn. I know. I should be the most, like, centered person there is now. You should be. If you were practicing all of these tips, you most certainly would. You know what's funny is I do have people say, well, you should know more about horses than anybody. You've done like over 300 episodes of the different shows. And I said, yeah, I have learned a lot. (laughs) It's the difference between learning and doing, right? That is true. I never get off my ball now. I never get onto the horse. (laughs) Just always too busy talking to you. So what are we what are we going to talk about today? How are we going to help people today? See, that's what I that's what I have to start saying with you. That's true. That's so how true. are we going to help people today? 
We're gonna you know, I people. could say that with everybody, Dr. Jen, come to think about it. That's true. That's what you're doing here. You're helping people connect with their horses and, and build great relationships in all sorts That's of going to be my new line at the beginning of each tip. How can we help horse people today? Today, we're going to help them learn something. We're going to help them get out of their heads and get into their bodies with their horse with something I call the meditative grooming ritual. And this, this is an extremely powerful bonding tool with your horse that can trans, translate into every area of your life. So I'm going to ask you, Glenn, because I know how much you like to answer my questions. Yeah. <laughs> on average, how much time do you take to groom your horse before you get on? You know, I'm kind of one of the weird ones because I actually do like to groom the horses. I almost like to groom more than I like to. When I, I drive, I don't ride. <laughs> so I actually, I like to groom. So I would say on average 20 minutes. Wow. <clears throat> well, awesome for you because that's a perfect time to bond with See, the horse. See, I like to groom the horse uh, m- more than I like to clean the tack. Yeah. And the harness. So if the horse is clean, I have less tack cleaning to do. So, so that might be my motivation. Ah, oh, that makes sense. And, you know, you can't really bond with your tack so well. It's no, that's it's true. It's rewarding, right? So, well, well, that is great. I have to say that I last year was falling off of the band wagon there, and I, and I got pretty lazy. My horses live outside, and I often ride bareback. So guess how much time I was taking to groom? About 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> About ten seconds. I'd take my hand, rub it over where the you know, where my butt would go and that would be and I'd hop on and I thought that was fine, you know. But my horses did not appreciate it and I'll tell you how I figured this out. My horse my oldest horse, Serendipity, she's the one I've had the longest, she stopped paying attention to me. Whenever I'd go to give her a little love or affection, she would walk away. And that really hurt my feelings. So I sort of gave up, right? And I was a little guilty of ignoring it because I'm like, Well if you're not gonna talk to me, I'm not gonna talk to you. <laughs> That's great, Dr. Jen. I know, huh? Well, I have four others, you know, so if one doesn't want to, you just go to the next. So if I came with the halter, you know, forget it, she was out of there. So I have this great friend who's an animal communicator, and I asked her to check in with Saren and tell me what was up. And she said Saren was mad because I was skipping steps and not giving the horses enough one-on-one time. She's a type A. (laughs) High maintenance. (laughs) Which is funny because this is the kind of horse that you think, really doesn't need to spend time with humans, but I was, I was misinterpreting that. What she was saying was she wanted more one-on-one time with me, and until I gave it to her, she didn't want to talk to me. And my friend said that that's because the, that the horses love their one-on-one time because they, they get to talk to you. That's the time that they bond with you, that you get to connect, that you get to feel each other. And so when we skip that, um, we're skipping out on something that's really important to our horse. And I have to tell you, you may not believe in animal communicators, but the very next day after I got that piece of information, I took out two of my other horses one at a time and gave them about 20 minutes of grooming. And then I went up to Saren with the halter, and guess what happened? She saw, she, she saw you grooming and thought, hmm, there's a chance here. She actually walked toward me. Yeah. Not because, she didn't even walk away. She didn't even stand still. She actually walked toward me. So ever since then, as long as I take the time to give them one-on-one attention, she's ready and willing. And when I slack, I know it immediately because she walks away. So hmm. I'm absolutely a huge believer that if you want a top-notch, cooperative, and connected relationship with your horse, you've got to take the time to do a frequent full grooming. And it doesn't have to take long. And, of course, this isn't rocket science, right? Like, you know, horsemen people have been telling you this for years. You can, know, you have to take the time. Can I add something here? Yeah. One of the interesting trends I've seen in talking to some of the younger 
very high-level dressage riders and eventers and, uh, you know, all the professionals that, I, that we get to talk to on the shows. Mm-hmm. W- one of the things that's coming out is more and more of them are saying you need, and this ties into what you're talking about, um, you need to take the time, get out of the ring, and just go for trail rides, walking trail rides with your horses. Take that time to bond with your horses. Don't be drilling them all the time in the ring. And that that actually is a little bit of a sea change now for some of the disciplines. And, and I've had top-level jumpers tell me this now, is that they're taking much more time than they ever have in the fast, past to just go on nice, quiet, walking trail rides. Yeah, and that's because when you're out there in nature with your horse, you get into this sort of meditative, quiet state, right, where the two of you are just bonding and being together. And above all, that's what your horse wants. And when you can give them that, they are so much more willing to give you the rest of what they have to give to you when it comes to to performing. And so while everybody will tell you you need to, you know, pay attention to your horse's body and know it so that you can tell when there are bumps and bruises and cuts and swelling, what I'm suggesting this for is that you get to know the inside of your horse and how they are feeling. So this grooming ritual isn't about getting them super clean and all fancied up. It's about bonding with them heart to heart. Does that make sense? That makes sense, yes. And yeah. Makes sense. And it's just like that walk. It's giving the horse a chance to spend time with you when he's not expected to perform. Exactly. Exactly. It's about, it's about him in a different way rather than the way we're usually, it's a non-pressure way right. of being with him. And the only way it's really beneficial is if you stop that monkey chattering in your mind. If you go out on that walk or you do this, this grooming ritual and you're thinking about everything you need to do and work and problems with your spouse and how to get your kids to do this, it's not going to have the same benefit. It's about getting very, very still in your head so that you can feel each other and you can be together. Would you like to hear a couple of steps for this? Sure. Okay. You can do this tied up, but it's also kind of cool to do free in his stall or his paddock if if that's an option for you. And so you really just want to take a moment to connect heart to heart. I know we talk about this. I'm a real big believer in connecting. So you just want to stand in front and send some love just really quietly, just for a couple of breaths, just send some love. And then I want you to move to the side and face your horse. And just put your left hand about one inch above his wither and your right hand about one inch above his hindquarter. And just stand there with your arms outstretched and just hold the intention of peace and ask your horse if there's anything he'd like you to know. And just notice if anything comes into your mind. And you may get a feeling, you may get a thought, you may get nothing at all, and that's okay. But by doing that, you're opening the channel of communication. And most of us are just way too busy in our heads to ever open the channel of communication. It's like, we're, uh, it's like we're working with a plastic animal, not a real animal. So this just opens that channel where we might really be able to connect and sort of sense what's going on with our horse. Mm-hmm. And this may seem like a silly step, but the other day I was at a massage workshop, and I, I, was, I was brought a horse that I had never met before. And I took the time just to get really quiet and do this for a moment. And all of a sudden, I had waves of tears and sadness just rock through me. And they weren't mine. They were this horse's. And it, and it came through only because I took the moment just, just, to give him a, just to give him a chance to see if there was anything he wanted to tell me. And other people can sense these things, too. And so the important thing about this horse was he had all this grief, and you want to know why? 
his owner decided to sell him like eight months ago and just abandoned him at the barn. He, he gets ridden, he gets fed, he has shelter, his feet gets done, but he doesn't have a one-on-one relationship with his rider. And he's grieving that. So that was really powerful. That was another powerful lesson to me that, wow, you know, it's easy to think of these animals as just, you know, animals, but they have the same needs we have to connect one-on-one. So just be sure you take the time just to, excuse me, open up that line of communication. Okay. And then once you do that, what's your favorite brush, Glenn? Favorite brush? Hmm. Yeah. I have this really old, old, old brush that's very, very soft that I use as a finishing brush. Mm. Uh, but it, it's old, and it's still together, and it still works. <laughs> and it's soft. And it's very soft, yeah. Yeah, those work really well. Well, mine is my hand, because what can, what can you actually feel with a brush? It's hard to feel anything about your horse with a brush. Oh, that's and true. So the ne- yeah, the next step is just to run your hands all over them. It's like a more personal massage to the horse that way, right? Yeah. You're connecting body to body rather than body to brush. And so when you're doing this, it really allows you to tune into his overall well-being. And then really the last step is to just go ahead and groom with your regular brushes. And honestly, Glenn, this, is, this might sound like this has to take 20 minutes, but all of this can take 10 minutes. It doesn't have to take a long time, but it's going to make a huge difference in how close you feel to your horse, and that translates into how much he's willing to cooperate you when you ask for harder things like that three-and-a-half-foot jump that, you know, you've been trying to get him to do. So just take a moment. Gosh, I've got such a frog today. I'm sorry. <clears throat> take a moment to thank him for spending time with you. Well, that's so, great. And now you, you are an eventer, aren't you? I am an eventer, yes. And did you get out much this past year? You know, we started off really strong. We, were, we had a couple of wins early in the season, and I got my husband out eventing with me for the first time. I saw that picture. Fabulous, yeah. Him in breeches. <laughs> yeah, tight pants and boots. <laughs> <laughs> really sexy. <laughs> but uh, then our horses both got injured, and they had the rest of the summer off. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, it started off so good. But, yeah, we're really looking forward to getting the horses fit over the winter. And... Um, and then getting back into the swing of things next year. Cool. And you guys live at, uh, at a cool place in Colorado. Tell us the name of the website. It's happilyeverafterranch.com. And if you head on over there, you can learn all about the different ways that we help um, horses and riders connect so that they can communicate and perform better together. Well, that's great. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Jen. And we really appreciate you communicating with us through these tips. Always a pleasure, Glenn. Well, thank you to Dr. Jen again for joining us a couple days here before Valentine's Day. She'll be back periodically with us with more tips. And be sure to check out our website at happilyeverafterranch.com and episode number 78 of the Stable Scoop radio show at stablescoop.com. And don't forget, you can check out all the other shows that we do right on horseradionetwork.com. Well, I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, stay safe, everyone. 